podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome along. IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I am the Cricket Badger, James Butler. And we've seen, I'll tell you what, it's getting a little bit tedious, this. Another cracker. We've seen a last over finish. This time the Rajasthan Royals getting home with two balls remaining winning by three wickets against the Delhi Capitals. So another team gets off and running in this tournament. The Rajasthan Royals notching their first victory of the competition. The Delhi Capitals falling to their first defeat of IPL 2021. Joining me to talk about all of that and more, it's Harry, Knuckle and Naman. And Naman, Delhi Capitals just didn't get enough runs, did they? Basically, we saw them losing wickets early in their uh, their innings and their total of uh, 147 for nine. Although it looked uh, dangerous at some stages when Rajasthan were looking like they were going to make a of the Horlicks of the chase, it was not enough, was it? Yes, in the end, uh, it proved out to be a formidable total. But uh, to be honest, none of the batsmen uh, showed the application over there. And it does not look that bad pitch. If uh, the player was there for 10, 8 to 10 overs, then uh, the pitch was better enough to carry on. But uh, I feel the bowlers uh, took over the batsmen today. It was just exceptional to see how Nadkat came back after uh, such a warm, uh, warming up bench uh, last edition so he was just fantastic with the new ball and also Delhi's bowling was a bit but I feel the captaincy was lacking today by Pant he should have saved at least uh, Vokes or Avesh Khan till the last over I felt he relied on Karan because in the first match also uh, Vokes was the one who bowled uh, in the uh, slog overs but overall uh, Miller's uh, batting was just uh, superb and uh, Morris closed it nicely so overall good win for uh, Rajasthan Royals because as a franchise I felt it's just two games and they are without their premier players without Stokes and without Archer and uh, coming with this performance also the first match they just lost by five runs where Ben Stokes was out on duck so this shows the character of the team and uh, kudos to Sangakara I feel that uh, he is the man behind this team's success so overall they should be happy with their performance Nakul when your team Delhi Capitals slips to 37 for four in the seventh over that takes a little bit of coming back from there's that start isn't there if you lose three wickets in the power play you tend to lose four out of five games and Delhi Capitals were up against it. Yes, although Rajasthan also lost three wickets in the power play. In fact, their power play was even worse. They were 26. Yeah, th- th- that start that three. people reel off never actually really talks about it when both teams do it. Yeah, indeed. Uh, then both teams have 80% of losing the game. I don't know. And, uh, and everyone might as well just uh, go. But yeah, they're excellent. Yeah, the power play bowling was excellent on, on both sides from um, from Sakharia Unadkut uh, doing a slightly different role to what he's done in previous seasons. He's been, he had that fantastic season in 2017 for the Gujarat, for, sorry, Rising Pune Supergiant when they got to the final. They got picked up for huge money by Rajasthan and hasn't been able to perform uh, in the IPL and has got been on steadily less money ever since. But this time he bowled, I think he bowled a three before halfway uh, this this time and was excellent. Chris Morris coming on early uh, uh, as well. Um, Rajasthan getting a lot out of their left arm attack. And then for Delhi, uh, Chris Rokes, uh, Avesh Khan and Khahisa Rabada, again, uh, very good in the in the power play. Uh, interesting. Uh, it was noticeable last year. Um, it was much remarked upon. You know, Rabada was the leading wicket taker in the IPL last year. It took 30 wickets 
only one of only two of them in fact throughout the entire tournament were in the power play it took him until the last game of the league stage to get his first power play wicket this time, three balls. Um, so the the upfront seam bowling was excellent from both sides. And Harry, you look at the Rajasthan Royals getting home today. As, as Naman mentioned, you're losing that first game very closely with Sanju Sampson's heroics, but that'll do them no harm at all will it getting their first points on the board. Definitely, James. Also, in addition to the doing it without Archer and Stokes, I mean, think if you get like somehow managed to get back Archer even for the second half of the games, I think they're going to be great. I think they're all slightly underestimating Rajasthan Royals. I think they can, they'll do better this time. Where do you see Rajasthan Royals' strengths? Because obviously, Archer's not going to be around for a while, Harry. Ben Stokes is now out for the um, the tournament. Obviously, the we're going to bring in a, a replacement from him. But where do you see Rajasthan Royals' strengths? I mean, a lot of people on the previews was having Rajasthan Royals in seventh or eighth. Do you see them having a chance of getting higher in the table than that? Uh, I don't think they'll go to playoff, James, but I think five is a better position than seven or eight. I think they'll cramp, they'll somehow get up to fifth or sixth. Now, man, you look at uh, the way this game went today, you look at the way the uh, last few games in this tournament have gone. We've not seen a, well, a one-sided game really yet, have we? Certainly, the last three have been absolute crackers. Yes, absolutely. Like every game, uh, to be honest, it's going to the last ball and it is uh, showing uh, like all the captains are also not leaving the match and just uh, uh, all the teams know that the game is not yet over till the last ball is bowled and this is all about the white ball cricket and it's good to see that every player is coming into action and uh, good to see such a finishing uh, T20s and good for the teams as well because each player is being showing the character and it's good in the early tournament that we are seeing such close matches because it will only help the teams to build their correct lineup going in further into the tournament because uh, they are going to play at the neutral grounds. So right now what pitches which we are getting to see in Chennai and Vankade, the teams will be swapping their grounds uh, going later into the stage. So it's early. Uh, it's good for the all the teams because all we are seeing that 8 to 9 wickets and maybe teams are also lo- getting all out. So um, each and every player is getting a chance to go out there and show their character and perform. So it's good for the teams to test their whole squad and make a good 11 going further into the tournament. Who knows wins? Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins? in a league of their own. Knuckle, you look at the table as it stands at the moment, obviously in its very early stages, CSK play the uh, Punjab Kings tomorrow. If CSK win that game, there's only Sunrisers haven't actually got points on the board just yet. It's promising to be, we talked about it in the previews again, but last season's competition was the closest IPL that we'd ever seen. This one, at the moment, is showing signs of being exactly the same. Yeah, last year, two points separated third and eighth. So as much as Rajasthan did finish last, it was uh, it was phenomenally tight. And and yeah, you're right. Um, it, it could well be could well be again. Uh, I think Naman's point is well made about the necessity for every for every team's so called weaker links or the non star players to stand up. And I think this tournament might well a major determining factor in success or failure is the performance of those so called weaker links. Is the uh, in terms of the gap between your best 
performance and your weaker performance you need everyone to step up you need your your young indian players to step up you need your fifth and sixth bowlers to step up you're going to need sometimes those guys in the lower middle order to step up rather than just relying on the on the absolute best of your uh, overseas players and your best indian players as well and that I temptation isn't it when, when we when we do the previews and we start to analyze the teams the temptation is to look at the star players and to look at the people that have performed before but you're exactly right you know the sum of the parts is all 11 and it's the the lesser known players that really contribute and lift the standard i believe that the analysis has shown that bowling analysts in sports talk about strong link and weak link games and competitions and sports and i think certainly bowling because bowlers can only bowl four overs you need at least five bowlers possibly six or seven everyone's got to be able to contribute we're going to see that throughout the tournament i think particularly um, today was a bit of an outlier for mumbai which is normally a very fast scoring pitch but certainly in chennai and in delhi where run scoring at pace is not easy batters lower down the order are going to need to be able to to step up as well at, uh, at times and um, obviously we saw that today with chris morris harry delhi capitals innings rishabh pant was going along beautifully wasn't he 51 off 32 he made today nine fours no sixes for rishabh today but he was run out just as he started to look like he was going to really take it to the rajasthan bowlers that was an important moment in this game wasn't it because another even two or three overs of rishabh pant could have made a big difference I actually wanted to speak on the same point, James. You see, uh, I think Ryan Parag has been a very excellent guy for this team. He, I mean, he doesn't bowl very good overs, but he gives, still gives you overs. I mean, that turnout was very phenomenal. I mean, it took something so special to get Rishabh Pant out today. This partnership with Lalit Yadav was what like rescued Delhi from the position they were. So I think like if that run runout hadn't come out, it would have been very difficult for the bowlers to get Rishabh Pant out. Also, that I think that is where like Delhi. Kind of like lost the, those 15 20 runs, which have been crucial when they bowled so well in the second innings. I mean, and I'll and in yet again, Rishabh is proving that he's a great batsman. And Naman Rajasthan Rose in their reply, obviously chasing that 148 to win, as as Nakul's already alluded to, really. The uh, at one stage they were 35 for four when uh, Dubo was out after 7.4 overs. That then the innings by David Miller, 62 off 43, seven fours, two sixes for the South African, obviously coming into the team today um, off the back of that Ben Stokes injury without him they'd have been nowhere near would they yes it's uh, I I was thinking the same uh, he was just warming the bench in the last edition itself and uh, it's so much hard for these uh, players to just come and perform uh, straight away because a lot is expected from them also right now more because they have lost uh, Ben Stokes for now so uh, so much pressure on them to perform and he carried on his form from Africa what he had done against Pakistan in the ODIs so experience showed today and he was calm and composed and attacked the right bowlers over there but I was surprised that uh, since he was a left hand uh, Ashwin did not complete his four overs uh, being Rishabh Pant uh, he, I felt uh, that one over cost uh, the match for them but overall the way Miller uh, he hit the first six uh, Delhi Capitals did not hit uh, six at all and in the entire match the first six came after 36 overs and that two from Miller back to back sixes so it, it showed that how much Miller spent on that time he judged the pace of the wicket and targeted the right bowlers uh, also the wicket uh, bowl which he got out uh, it was just a miss because, but the ball should have gone out of the park but overall a brilliant innings from him and I feel uh, this will give much confidence to the players like Samson and uh, Butler because I feel uh, in the absence of Stokes uh, they would have been in so much pressure but uh, looking at the performance today by the lower order order especially Miller and likes of Morris I feel Samson and Butler will be more relieved and I feel they will spend more time on the wicket uh, going forward in the tournament. I think it was my fault that David Miller got out actually I just tweeted that um, the 
there are a few players in the world that can win a match single-handedly from the position that David Miller was in and he was pretty much out next ball. So I think I accounted for uh, the South African. Blackratcricket.co.uk You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. Blackratcricket.co.uk They've got a swanky new website and if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off. Blackratcricket.co.uk Join the infestation. Knuckle, you made a comment actually on our WhatsApp group. I commented that Chris Morris could repay some of the money. He's gone for obviously the record purchase in the IPL and his uh, 36 at the end there saw Rajasthan Royals across the line, didn't it? That is some repayment because he's obviously contributed and you, I've heard coaches in the past say you bring in um, overseas players into the English game or I guess big money players into the IPL and you count their success on the games they win and Chris Morris has effectively won this game. He has alongside uh, alongside Miller and obviously excellent performances as well as we talked about from the from the bowlers uh, Unard Kut uh, Sakari was good again even though he didn't, didn't take a wicket and Mustafi Zur uh, very good throughout the innings as well and Morris did take a wicket got a, an important wicket Lalit Yadav was uh, looking okay and it was just and, and Morris got that got that wicket um, but but yeah I, I, the comment I made is that it's very easy obviously you want something to say when you're on commentary or when you're writing a piece or something or on Twitter and you talk about you know the big money man Chris Morris it's just it, it starts to get I think there's a statute of limitations there's only a certain number of times you can mention it's a little bit like how long can you refer to someone as a new signing or how long can you refer to it as the new season it's it's almost like how long can you um, refer to somebody as uh, having loads of potential because when they get to about 26, 27, 28 they're full grown players aren't they I know know what you're saying but the way the IPL's set up and the way they have the auctions and obviously the way some players go for huge sums of money the likes of uh, Chris Morris the likes of Jai Richardson um, even uh, Glenn Maxwell it's not them that does the bidding it's not their fault they get sold for huge sums it's the franchise's fault but it's always going to be in brackets behind them isn't it yeah I, you know it is understandable but everyone is judged on their performances and and the role that they play and how well they play that role in the team uh, and Morris's role is to bowl primarily to the death and to provide lower order hitting and his batting has not quite reached the destructive heights that we have seen that we saw maybe three or four years ago and he's become much more of a bowling all-rounder but we, he showed that he's still got that in his locker those long levers and if you slightly over pitch to him or, or you miss your Yorker uh, and, and end up bowling a leg delivery even the very best even Cajisa Rabada he can hit you out of any ground in the world Chris Morris is a phenomenally powerful player it, uh, it will be a bit of a nerve setter for him in the sense that maybe people will stop talking about the only the fee for a little while well at least if you're performing you, you're talking about the fee in a positive way aren't you because you're saying Rajasthan Royals may have paid a big price for him but he's repaying them whereas if he's failing all the way through it's a waste of money and then that's negative isn't it from that point of view no man the uh guy that I was really pleased to play well today was Chris Wokes. He bowled one over where he got a couple of wickets. I call him one of the most underrated players in world cricket. He's obviously played loads of internationals. He's playing in the IPL for goodness sake, so he's not underrated. But he just seems to be, in general conversation, just goes a level maybe underneath what I think he is. Oh, just brilliant. Uh, not only today, but overall in the last match itself, the providing the early breakthroughs and uh, breakthroughs. And it is not easy coming after COVID, not playing Sri Lanka tour, not playing India tour, going back to England and getting again coming back to India getting quarantined and these are hard times which all whole world is going through and coming and getting the match because and he was picked because Nokia and Rabada was not there and showing such class performance and because 
uh, it we do not feel this but in players mind somewhere it goes that i am not the first choice right now so he he is performing and is giving it to the team and pointing is watching him closely so right now what i feel is he has taken stoinis place i wouldn't be surprised if stoinis would be hitting the bench and woks will be playing at least uh, six games consecutively from here uh, but overall he has been just brilliant and it's not only from the bowling perspective he is a decent batsman too and i i'll be surprised if he is not playing next uh, few matches uh, from here because he has been exceptional and uh, still i feel that he should have bowled uh, the slog overs uh, today itself the result would have been different but overall uh, he was just uh, brutal with the new ball harry um i've i've been i think what i've been really pleased with over the last few days in the ipl we've seen the first inning score of somewhere around about 150 on pitches that aren't totally perfect for batting on and I like that. I mean, I know it's nice to see a 230 score with sixes raining down, but I think as a general thing, I prefer to see 150 plays 150 roughly and batsmen rewarded for batting well and bowlers getting a little bit out of the surface. Are you, are you with me on that? Definitely, James. You, you, if you get, to, if you, for example, if you play 10 games and all 10 of them are 200, 10 plays 210, that's not going to be interesting. I'll definitely like uh, half of the games to be 150, 160 range. And as you say, like very good batsmen always find ways to score on any pitch. They they don't go like, so this is a difficult pitch, I can't score. So they somehow find ways to score on a good pitch. And ultimately, you have a very equal competition between bat and ball, which is hugely advantageous for cricket. Equally though, uh, you don't want every game to be like anything, if that makes any sense. I watched a lot of this. I watched all of this, the Caribbean Premier League last season, and there were very few games where, because the pitches were so slow and so spin friendly, there were very few games where the batters were able to score at any great pace. And it took, you know, the really high quality players like Puran and Hetmeyer to do. You know, there were very few really dominating batting innings. Yeah, but that that variety is 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 nice for sure. Uh, but I think what this ta- what we have seen in the IPL and what we've seen a little bit this year um, is that a thriller is a thriller no matter what the first inning score um, is and it's more important almost to have a to have a balance between the teams I think it is more important in fact to have a balance between the teams than it is between bat and ball per se yeah absolutely and it's yeah you don't want every game to be 150 against 150 because then you denied the AB de Villiers century which you can uh, yeah just watch on repeat because uh, he is rather marvellous knows wins put your money where your mates are download the app now from the apple app store or the google play store thank you very much to who knows wins for their support of these podcasts my predictions this week are going through the floor because i was with delhi capitals today so if you're taking me on in the league this week you are certainly probably above me i think in in the standings but keep an eye out because we'll be having week um, leagues every single week it's only a couple of quid to join it and the pots uh, obviously the more people that come in the pot is bigger and you can get yourself a win towards the end of the week so uh, join in download the app who knows wins on whatever app platform you uh, download your apps from and play along with the badger and probably beat the cricket badger who knows wins put your money where your mates are there's over twenty-five thousand players and over one million pounds already won the biggest community pot was thirty-one thousand pounds and there's over twelve thousand leagues created download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line who knows wins in a different league Let's have a look ahead to uh, tomorrow's game. We've got the Punjab Kings taking on CSK. Punjab Kings getting off to that win against Rajasthan Royals in their first game of IPL. And Chennai Super Kings falling to a defeat. And Naman, you're a CSK fan. 
they need to bounce back from that, don't they? I was a little bit disappointed with CSK. I need to see a little bit more fight from them, I think. Yes, uh, absolutely, especially from the bowlers. And uh, I know it is difficult to defend in Bankade, and uh, Dhoni admitted this, but uh, uh, you can't allow the batsmen uh, for the, from the likes of uh, KL Rahul or Dhawan and uh, just score so easily. Uh, likes of Deepak Cheher and all these are uh, good new ball bowlers. Yes, he's playing after uh, such a long period of time, but I feel the batsmen were good. Uh, 180s and 190s are good totals, but bowlers for uh, Chennai needs to step up overall. Uh, Deepak Cheher, I won't be surprised if he does a uh, Chris Pokes tomorrow because he must have looked closely what Chris Pokes, the line and length, what he has bowled because he is a more similar kind of a bowler out there. And also, uh, looking at today's match and also overall, I feel Bravo should be used in the power play overs. Uh, Dhoni should uh, see this because it is simply taking the pace of the ball uh, because Gail, Rahul, if they get going, uh, 200 is definitely on the cards. The first six overs is going to matter a lot. But overall, uh, I feel that they would be learning and they have seen, they have plenty of rest after the first game. So, they have seen all the matches in Bankade. So, I feel they'll uh, come strong tomorrow and uh, a good fight, definitely. I don't need to ask you, Naman. Do I CSK the winner? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Harry, what about you? How do you see the game tomorrow? I think, James, to win tomorrow, we have to somehow bring, Imbra, bring in Imran Tahir. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how whom they're going to replace. I think, you know, you just can't take take out Moin Ali or Sam Karan or even Wayne Bravo for that matter. So, only option looks like Duplessis, but not for his any of his own mistake. I think there has to be some wicket-taker. Uh, I mean, all the bowlers you have right now, they are not genuine wicket-takers. You don't have an out-and-out wicket-taker. I know Shadul Thakur has the wicket-taking luck, but sometimes he, his days are bad. So, I think Imran Tahir in the team will be very valuable. And also, if you if we get a match like today, 150-160, the best team, for these matches, the best team is CSK. So, uh, as Naman said, like taking pace off the ball using Bravo, Shadul also can do that with the cutters. You, you somehow try to restrict Mayang, the top four somehow you like try to restrict the top four I think CSK have this game so you're going with CSK as well yes James for this game I'm going to go with CSK so Nako any hope for the Punjab Kings oh he hope I think they were quite reasonably impressive in the in the opening in the opening game obviously it was a very high scoring game Oshadeep Singh bowled a brilliant last over interesting to see if they can get Ravi Bishnoi the leg spinner into the uh, into the attack uh, they, you know they might want more from you know Jai Richardson didn't didn't have his, his best day neither did Riley Meredith but I think for, for Chennai I think I was somewhat encouraged by that opening game because the bat there was a lot more intent from the batting and I think the the promotion of Moinelli and Sam Curran and the return of Shadesh Reiner did what was did what was necessary there is the option to push Raidu up the order and leave out Fuff and bring in Imran Tahir but I think that the we saw last year that the bowlers were all good we saw Deepak Chahir have a good season Shadur Thakur uh, Jadeja Sam Curran uh, Moinelli's got got some score the ball DJ Bravo's taken more T20 wickets than anyone else Tahir I think was bafflingly underused last year. I think there's a lot of upside for CSK with the bowling. I think they had an off day, which I don't necessarily see repeated. I actually do think the Chennai are a better balanced team than, than Punjab, to be honest. Um, and I think Punjab's... I haven't quite seen the, the uh, that weak link element that we were, that we talked about um, stepping up with. The uh, Punjab don't seem to have filled their hole from last year as as much as CSK uh, have, which is not thing to say given the, given the win-loss, but it is only one game. I think it's going to be another absolute nail-biter tomorrow. If I had to push you CSK by the sounds of it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think there's more upside.
side for CSK than there is for Punjab. CSK then for all three of the uh, fan badges on there today. I'm actually going to go for uh, Punjab Kings myself. I, was actually, I thought they played really nicely in that first game. And I'm not particularly impressed by CSK, but CSK, I think, desperately need to get off to a, well, get some points on the board. Both Sunrises and CSK need to get their tournaments up and running because momentum, that word that we use, we tend to use it for winning teams. But if you get onto a roll of losing, that can be equally hard to get out of. So big game for CSK against the Punjab Kings tomorrow. My thanks to Knuckle, to Harry and to Naman for joining me on today's podcast. We're back every single day during this IPL. So we'll see you again tomorrow. I've been James the Cricket Badger. I'll see you then. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.